It's Thursday, April 4th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, we're diving into the controversy around President Trump's tax returns. Democrats have had them in their sights for a while, but now they've made the official ask. We'll explain how taxes have been an issue in the past and why Republicans say this sets a bad precedent. Then we're going to get into student loan debt and why some say a program for people who take jobs in public service isn't working. And finally, it's Stress Awareness Month, and scientists say there's a quick stress fix. We'll tell you all about it. We're here to make your Thursday smarter. Let's skim this. The most complicated story today is about tax returns, not yours, President Trump's. Democrats have been trying to get President Trump's taxes for years. Yesterday, the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee wrote to the IRS and asked for six years of Trump's tax returns, plus the tax returns of seven of Trump's business entities and a trust in his name. To be clear, the chairman can do that because of a weird quirk in IRS law. The chairman's name is Congressman Richard Neal. So we're going to get into why people care so much about President Trump's tax returns, why Dems say they're important, and why Republicans say forcing him to hand them over is a bad idea. Okay, so why do people care about Trump's tax returns? Presidents have to fill out what's called a financial disclosure form, how much they earn. But tax returns are more detailed. Most modern-day presidents and presidential nominees have made their tax returns public. But why is that? Because of this guy. People have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. That's President Richard Nixon in November 1973, less than a year before he resigned from office. You might associate Nixon saying, I'm not a crook, with the Watergate scandal. But what Nixon was also referring to were questions that were popping up about his personal finances. I made my mistakes. But in all of my years of public life, I have never profited, never profited from public service. I've earned every cent. Right after that, the IRS started auditing Nixon. An audit is when the IRS makes sure you've added everything up correctly on your taxes. The next month, Nixon released his tax returns to the public. That didn't go so well. His return from 1971 showed that even though he made over $400,000 that year, he had only paid what a family making $8,000 a year would have paid. Bad luck. Nixon ended up paying nearly half a million dollars in back taxes. Since that whole debacle, almost every U.S. president and presidential nominee has released at least one year's worth of tax returns to the public to show that they're being upfront about how much they make, where the money comes from, and how much they pay in taxes. During the 2016 campaign, then-candidate Trump broke precedent by saying no to releasing his tax returns. He said he was under audit and was advised not to release his tax returns. And to be clear, he didn't break the law by doing that. Here's what he said about it yesterday. I've been under audit for many years because the, the numbers are big, and I guess when you have a name, you, you're audited. But uh, until such time as I'm not under audit, I would not be inclined to do that. Thank you. Do that, meaning it sounds like release his tax returns. And it's true. Now that he's president, he's being audited again. But that's because the IRS is supposed to audit presidents every year. And that audit is the reason the head of the Ways and Means Committee can actually ask to see the returns. 
so they can check if the IRS is doing its job. So why do Dems want to see the president's taxes? First of all, there's the Nixon argument. People want to know how much Trump paid in taxes and whether it was enough. But it's not just that. Right now, attorneys general in two states are claiming that Trump violated a clause in the Constitution called the Emoluments Clause. It says that presidents and their businesses can't accept money from foreign powers. Democrats want to check Trump's tax returns to see if he did that or not. Also, a few weeks ago, President Trump's former personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, claimed that Trump inflated and deflated the value of his properties to score loans from big banks. His tax returns could indicate if he actually did that, too. And the tax returns could reveal whether Trump personally benefited from the new tax law Republicans passed at the end of 2017. But Congressman Neal, the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, isn't giving any of these reasons. He's citing that old law we mentioned that says his committee is responsible for making sure the IRS is auditing the president correctly. And to be clear, under this IRS rule he used, only Neil would actually have access to them. But Neil has also been getting pushback from progressives back home in his district in Massachusetts, who say he hasn't been aggressive enough against President Trump. So going after Trump's tax returns is obviously a big political gambit. And Republicans have been calling foul. They're worried Dems trying to access Trump's tax returns through this committee is really a way to make them public. They say that's a huge breach of privacy. And one of the Republicans on the House Ways and Means Committee, Congressman Mike Kelly, said back in February, it also sets a really bad precedent. And the question is, where does it end? What about the tax returns of the Speaker, members of Congress, or federal employees, or for that matter, any political donors? There is no end in sight for those whose tax information may be in jeopardy. Yesterday, the top Republican on that committee, Texas Congressman Kevin Brady, said the request for Trump's tax returns is part of the Democrats' push to try to impeach President Trump. He called it a violation of the committee's authority. And today in the Senate, the top Republican on the Finance Committee, Chuck Grassley, went after Democrats and went full-on 1973 retro. They dislike him with a passion, and they want his tax returns to destroy him. That's all that this whole process is about, and it's Nixonian to the core. So what's the skim? Just because Congressman Neal has asked to see President Trump's tax returns doesn't mean he'll get them. When his committee asked Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin a few weeks ago whether he would comply with a request, Mnuchin stayed silent. If he doesn't comply, it could jumpstart a legal battle that could end in the Supreme Court. That said, Trump's not the only one who's holding his taxes back. Democratic presidential candidates Kamala Harris and Cory Booker haven't made theirs public yet. Neither has Bernie Sanders, who has raised $18 million for his 2020 presidential campaign so far. When he ran in 2016, he only made one year public. Now people are calling for him to cough him up. There's been some drama over at the Department of Education this week, over money that's not being spent. Top Senate Democrats are calling out the department for not paying out funds set aside to help people working in public service pay off their student loans. So what's going on here? Let's take a step back. Back in 2007, President George W. Bush's administration created the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. 
The idea was to encourage people to take lower-paying public service jobs as firefighters or teachers or nurses by offering to help pay off their student loans. Last year, Congress realized a lot of people were getting turned down, and that some people who had even been approved were having their eligibility taken away. So they created a temporary expansion of the program to give applicants another chance and set aside $700 million for it. By the end of last year, more than 38,000 people had applied. But so far, only 262 have gotten an okay from the Department of Education, meaning more than 96% of the applicants were rejected. So far, less than 11 million of that $700 million expansion fund has been used. Senator Tim Kaine, who fought for this extension last year, is up in arms. Kaine says the Trump administration is letting the money go to waste and leaving public service workers out to dry. Why did this happen? The answer, rules and red tape. Here's what it takes to get approved for the program. You had to have applied for a loan forgiveness program before. You had to have made 120 loan payments, which usually takes about 10 years. You had to pay into a specific kind of payment plan. And you had to have made all of your payments on time. An education department spokeswoman says it's not their fault that so many people were rejected. They say Congress made the rules and that they're trying to help people figure it out. But Kane and other Senate Dems say the Department of Ed is being much stricter with the guidelines than they intended. Of course, these public service workers aren't the only ones dealing with student debt. Right now, one in every four adults in the U.S. is paying off student loan debt. The Federal Reserve says the total U.S. student loan debt spiked to more than $1.5 trillion last year. A couple of weeks ago, President Trump signed an executive order calling for more transparency when it comes to student loans. And he made a promise. The Trump administration will fight for America's students. And remember what I said, we're going to give the student loans where you have way, way over a trillion dollars in student loans. We're going to start looking at that very seriously and help some of those students that are just mired in debt. Which sounds great, but there's a catch for public service workers who are expecting to get some help. When Trump released his proposed budget for 2020, it cut the Department of Education's budget by 10%. And that cut included ending public service student loan forgiveness altogether. We've talked a lot about taxes and debt today. Super stressful. If you're still working on your taxes, it might not feel like it's Stress Awareness Month. Good news. A new study shows there's a pretty simple way to reduce your stress levels. Just go outside. In a study published today in the journal Frontiers in Psychology, researchers say that spending just 20 minutes outside in some kind of nature can lower your stress levels. So how did they test it? Researchers at the University of Michigan asked local participants to spend at least 10 minutes outside three times a week for eight weeks. They could do whatever they wanted outside, as long as it wasn't stressful. No exercising, no using their phones, no conversations. Once every two weeks, before and after that nature time, they took saliva samples, looking for the stress hormone cortisol. Researchers say that after being outside, cortisol levels drop by more than 20% an hour. That's a pretty big argument for taking a little stroll in the park. Want more ways to feel zen this month? We've got ideas. Check out our website, theskim.com slash springforward.
Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from Paris. So if you're stumped on romantic date ideas, the Louvre might be able to help you out. If you think of the Louvre, you probably think of the iconic glass pyramid outside. This year marks that pyramid's 30th birthday. And to celebrate, the museum is teaming up with Airbnb to let one couple spend the night in a mini pyramid in the pyramid. The winning couple will get a private celebs-only after-hours tour of the museum. They'll get drinks and dinner near Venus de Milo and a personal concert in the chambers that were once home to Napoleon III. And if they want, they can go full-on Beyonce and Jay-Z and get up close and personal with Mona Lisa. That's all for Skim This. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, and leaving us reviews. We'd love for you to share the show with your friends and join us again tomorrow night. And don't forget, there are more ways to get your skim. You can sign up for our morning newsletter on our website, theskim.com, to add it to your routine. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox. 